For the first time in Detroit's history, Police Chief James Craig helped raise the LGBT rainbow flag in June to kick off Pride Month. Speaking at the event, Craig branded Detroit as an inclusive city where everyone matters. But from the 1940s until the late 70s, every Detroit citizen didn't feel the love. Detroit police were known to target gay people on the street and bars, as did many law enforcement agencies across the country. State laws and city ordinances were created to criminalize gays and lesbians. This weighed over um, people's lives because there was this constant threat of being arrested. Um, by the mere fact that you were queer, that you were gay or lesbian, you were an outlaw. That's Dr. Tim Retzloff. He's a professor of LGBT studies and history at Michigan State University. Police would scour popular nightlife spots, sometimes undercover. An undercover officer would basically sit in a bar um, and wait to be solicited by someone. They would kind of have the, the new younger rookie cops who were like young, good-looking guys to kind of go and sit in. Vague laws such as gross indecency and accosting and soliciting were used to target LGBT people in gay clubs who were looking to invite someone home or who engaged in certain sexual acts. One liquor control regulation explicitly made it illegal for a licensed establishment to be frequented by or become a meeting place or hangout for known homosexuals. Most of those laws were taken off the books in the late 1970s, but some were not revoked until 2003. That history has influenced the way Detroit's LGBT community views police. Curtis Lipscomb is the founder and executive director of LGBT Detroit, a nonprofit that helps guide and mentor LGBT members. He says it wasn't until the late 1990s, when people began protesting this treatment, that the DPD began looking into ways to repair the relationship. And I think from the mid-90s to now, there's been an incredible improvement. Lipscomb has worked with many different people on the police force to help build relationships. Talks began with former Chief Ralph Godby about how officers should interact with gay people. But Lipscomb still says there is more work to be done. The police department are made up of people. And if people have a better understanding of who they serve, they're less likely to be um, uh, problems when there is engagement between civilians and um, those in law enforcement. Enter Corporal Danny Woods. She's the department's first LGBT liaison and a lesbian. She is a member of both the DPD and the gay community, which she says gives her an advantage in bringing the two together. That's how you begin to bridge the gap. You begin with creating um, an understanding environment, a safe space to where we can both both law enforcement and LGBTQ people can at least come to the table and meet each other halfway, provide an active listening ear. Woods brings the concerns of the community into her training seminars with the force, where she teaches other officers the do's and don'ts of engaging with someone who identifies as lesbian, gay, or transgender. It's called the LGBT Sensitivity, Awareness, and Competency Training, and it's mandatory. We definitely do uh, terminology, need to get, get it down packed <laughs> and learn what these letters are, what they mean, history, case law, even just interaction, searching and seizures. Those are just a few of the topics covered in her course. But more importantly, Wood says she wants to make sure that officers know how to just treat anyone who is gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender 
as a person. Always respect the identity. You don't have to try and figure people out. That's not your job to figure someone's identity out or their their orientation. Look at the person. Wood says the relationship continues to improve but still has a long way to go. She says since she's been on the job, crime reporting from the LGBT community has increased, which shows there's faith that the police officers are working to protect the community. LGBT Detroit's Curtis Lipscomb says he knows there's work on both sides that still needs to be done. Because we know um, that we need the police help to enforce order, and we know that they need guidance from us in order to do that. They can't do this alone. I'm Brianna Tinsley, WDET News.